sit and join the shade. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Drink the drink that I have made. Hey, brother, pour the wine. Tell you why the Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Drink in the Style, brought to you by Habitation Furnishing and Design and the District Edina. I'm your host, Gregory Rich. I'm going to help you kill your afternoon with some booze and conversation. Tonight, our theme is, I'm calling it security. Uh, we are being joined by the owner of the State Farm office located at the District of Dinah, Miss Anna Rebel. Anna, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure. Now, from an insurance perspective on Drink in the Style, I should let you know that I will pay for an Uber if you would like to go home. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, indeed. All right. Yeah, no, we're going to have a great conversation, ladies and gentlemen. And again, it's insurance, but don't worry. Anna's amazing, and this is actually going to be a really useful conversation, I think. And we're going to make it fun because... We are also joined by a new individual in the uh, cocktailogical chair, if you will. Mm -hmm. This Megan Tice is with us. Megan, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Absolutely fantastic. Thank you. Megan is actually a new member of the Habitation team. She is the design showroom support person. Mm -hmm. Started literally this week. And I made her come in. Just throwing me in. Yeah, exactly. Sink or swim. You got this. <laughs> About the size of it, no question. Yep. Uh, so Megan is going to be doing our cocktail. And what mm -hmm. are we drinking tonight? A sidecar. We are drinking the sidecar. Did you like that, Anna? I, yeah, yeah. Car, I, auto I get insurance. It. I get it. I Good. love it. Excellent. I shouldn't tell anyone, but sidecar with a mysterious number and symbol is my default password for low security sites. Everybody, everybody <laughs> hack Greg right now. Try to figure out the other ones. Right. But otherwise, sidecar <laughs> is an easy way in. Um, <laughs> all right. So what is, Megan, what is in a sidecar? Okay. So t we got some brandy here and then some orange liqueur. And excuse me, but we have lemonade because we didn't have any fresh lemon. <laughs> In a pinch, sometimes, you know, maybe it's absolutely creative. Y yes. Yeah. Now, the brandy that we've brought in is uh, from Spain, I believe, correct? Yes. And what is the name again? Um, how do you even say that? Lustau? Lustau, I believe. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting. There's so much good wine these days coming out mm -hmm. of Spain. That uh, like these Riojas, uh, there's one called Latitude 24 or something, which is so tasty and it's like 15 bucks a bottle or something. And they're also doing all these Spanish whites. So it's it's really worth looking into. It's kind of the new trend yes. in wines. And I figured it would work for brandy too. Definitely. So Jonathan, why don't you hit us up with some mixing music and Megan, you can tell us how we put this together. Okay. So I got an ounce of brandy. By the way, you can also use cognac in a. Yes. Uh, oh, okay. But yeah. essentially, brandy and cognac are the same thing, except one's from France, kind of like sparkling wine versus champagne. Okay, okay. I did not know that. Okay. And then we got three fourths of an ounce of orange liqueur. And we are using Cointreau, correct? Sure are. Excellent. Always have to have Cointreau on hand. And then we're doing a little splash of lemonade. Preferably use real lemon juice. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to sugar it up for you, Anna. Yeah. Can't wait. All right. Add some ice. Okay. Shake it up real good. So we do have this in the shaker as opposed to stirring in a yari or something like that. 
I do love that sound. Yeah. Okay. Working nicely now. And you pour. All right, and we are pouring this over rocks in a uh, in a uh, uh, rocks glass or an old-fashioned glass. I think some people call it. And now we would normally, of course, uh, also uh, uh, garnish this with a little lemon, but uh, I don't know. Let's say it's supply chain problems. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So this is, so those who haven't seen it, a sidecar is a really pretty kind of orange sunset-like color. I don't know why they call it a sidecar, but... I don't, yeah. Yeah, something like that. All right, so we're all mixed up, and uh, now we're going to give it a try. Uh, Johnson, don't forget the all-important swallowing music. Indeed. Give it a try, folks. Okay. Okay, it's sweet. It's too sweet mm-hmm. for my palate, mm-hmm. probably because of the lemonade. Probably. So I think next time we mix this up for segment two or three, we're going to try it without the lemonade altogether. Anna, what do you think? I mean, I like sweet, so okay. I am real into it because of the sweet, probably. But I would also like to ta- taste what a normal sidecar tastes like. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. And we're also, on the second round, we're going to, uh, or, or perhaps we'll do a little uh, adaptation where we use a little bit of salt. Are you familiar with using atomizer salt on your cocktails? No, but that sounds delicious. In a moment, we'll spritz a little bit on top and tell me what your thoughts are. But before that, let's do our random question. And this time it is. Okay. Are you prepared? I am. I, I thought on this one for a long time here. All right, Anna. If you were reincarnated as an animal, what animal would it be? Okay, we're gonna we're gonna talk about a couple animals mostly because there is one that I would like to achieve, and then there is one that I probably have at the current moment. Okay, because I feel like reincarnation you have to earn. Absolutely, you true. know you have to earn certain animals uh, depending on how how you do in this life, right? Mm-hmm. So the the animal that I would like to earn is a golden retriever. Really? That is so wholesome. It is. It is. But I, you know, it's, I was thinking of kind of a peak, a peak animal life, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I want, I want to be loved. Mm-hmm. And so like a domesticated golden retriever, you know, I'm, I'm a mellow person anyways. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you get, you get all the respect from a loving family. True. Right? Like that, what What else would you want to earn? It's So mm-hmm. loyalty, love. Yeah, yeah. Sweetness. Yeah, and I mean treats. I mean, you know, <laughs> you, don't belly rubs. you don't have to hunt. Like, there's a, it's I wouldn't a, mind a belly rub. I mean, a, if I could drop on the right? floor right now and somebody would come over and rub my belly, right. I would be down for that in a it's, heartbeat. It's an easy life, I think, right? Unquestionably. So that's that's kind of what I want to strive for. That's a brilliant answer, actually. Yeah. That is that is a brilliant I, well, answer. Well, I, I did think on it a little bit. What were some of the other animals you considered? Okay, so I I mean, this is a terrible animal to choose, but it is my favorite animal. I love a sloth. <laughs> now, now, hold up, hold up. Oh, there's that does not... 
that does not uh, preview my personality at all. Okay, so just hold off on You're that. You're not claiming that yes. energy. No, I am not. Okay. I am not. But I mean, they're they're cute. They're real cute. They are cute. They always and got that smile. Yeah, and they are just relaxing all day. <laughs> they barely move. I mean, I also think that's probably a good life. They live in nice climates. Like, I suppose. You, you know, know, did you know that sloths have to come out of their trees when they when they poop? I did not know that. That okay. is apparently the I most dangerous. This is I have a I have a certain amount of sloth knowledge for whatever reason. <laughs> okay, uh, does this surprise you in any way? No, no. Yeah, no. Apparently, the only time the sloth will get out of the tree was when was when it has to climb down. And it has to poop. And it has to okay. poop on the ground for some reason. Okay. And that is when the majority of sloths get eaten by somebody. How long does this oh. take? It's a sloth. I would think it's a <laughs> it's a drawn out process. I would I would imagine. I would imagine. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the lab with the uh, with the Labrador. Was it a Labrador or golden? Uh, golden. A golden. Yeah. Either way, although you know Labradors get a little more out time well, outside time. Yeah, yeah, and they're a little bit more energetic. So I mean, okay, fine. If either dog. Either dog, and honestly, dogs in general probably are just like a good choice. I agree. I agree. Sloth, though. <laughs> I mean, okay. To, to, yeah, to be honest, mm-hmm. I'm probably like my goal, obviously, is to you uh, be serving others and mm-hmm. earning that that dog life, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm probably like I I hope that I'm above insect level, right? Like. <laughs> That's, I have that's no kind doubt. of the goal. <laughs> Please, <laughs> not a dung very, beetle. Please, yes, not yeah. a dung beetle. <laughs> like, or at least a good insect, like a ladybug or, I don't know, like a bumblebee or something. I mean, the nice thing about being a, 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 an insect, I would bet, is that, you know, if it sucks, it doesn't last that long. That's you probably great. just that's move true. right along yeah. on the whole way. But that's and interesting. If, if you do a good job, mm-hmm. you know, being that insect, maybe you earn something. What if you're the queen of the hive, though? That could be kind of cool, though. Oh, that, commanding oh, all of the I other didn't even insects. think of that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's like a worker bee, bee or something. Yeah, the, yeah. But the queen bee would be nice. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. All the bees just running. Mm-hmm. That is an interesting trio of potential animals. Yeah. Sloth, dog, or queen bee. Right. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see how well you turn out in the next <laughs> life. <laughs> okay. Great. Great. It is the best part about Buddhism, by the way, and reincarnation in general. It's a sliding scale. Mm-hmm. Not everybody has held the same uh, requirements mm-hmm. as everyone else, so... You are suddenly doing, you know, what you getting what you deserve. Mm-hmm. True mm-hmm. karma. I love that. All right. We should take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to be uh, talking about insurance. But seriously, folks, I'm going to grill Anna. I'm going to try to make her, I don't know, panic and flee. So this is worth. Can't wait. Can't wait. Out. All right. This is Drinking the Style on AM 950. We'll be back in just a moment. Ladies and gentlemen, to Drink in the Style, I'm your host, Gregory Rich, and we're talking with Anna Rebel from State Farm. Oh, and by the way, we're listening to Desi Arnaz, 
Babalu album. Everybody remembers Desi Arnaz, I hope. Mm-hmm. Were you a fan of uh, I Love Lucy? I mean, I'm going to be honest. I was not alive when it came out. <laughs> neither was I. Neither was I. But uh, we did watch a lot of cable mm-hmm. growing up, and I loved that show. It was on TV Land all the time. So we, I, I grew up watching it, and then I would go to my grandparents' house, and um, we would go to the library and rent episodes. Really? On a disc. Okay. And okay. that, my grandpa, I have so so many good memories of him, but I, one of my favorite is watching a certain episode of I Love Lucy, and I've never seen him laugh that hard. That's fabulous. What was yeah. the episode? Uh, it's called The Ballet. Okay. And so she, uh, Lucy always is trying to join uh, Desi. Okay. Right? To... Um, go down to the club. Right, she yeah, was not it, supposed to go down to the club. Right, Which, right. by the way... If Lucy didn't realize that there was more to that than Lucy realized, mm-hmm. then she was making a very big mistake. Mm-hmm. So um, in this episode, there are two holes to be filled in a show. Okay. One is a uh, ballet ballerina, but it was it kind of a solo ballerina. So she has to learn ballet, and obviously she's terrible at it. So that's a really fun kind of clip if you've ever want to see I, uh, I Love Lucy. But there's another one where it's a burlesque comedian. Really? Okay. Yes, that's the other hole in the show, right? So okay. she's trying to uh, learn how to do that, and that is super funny. <laughs> so there's two really, really funny clips from that episode that I I think are worth a watch. I can only imagine Lucille Ball doing a cabaret or trying to do the ballerina uh, thing. I mean, it's 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 great, great physical comedy. It, which, again, she was amazing mm-hmm. at. Mm-hmm. Megan, were you an I Love Lucy fan? I'm like a baby. I've never seen know, this show. <laughs> I know. I knew you were going to say that. I almost didn't ask just yeah, because of that. Probably but shouldn't have. <laughs> I thought it would just put you on the spot. I'm old enough that it was on. We, you know, I grew up when we had three or three TV stations, mm-hmm. and you know, you basically had that choice. And it was, I believe, an afternoon. I don't remember, but okay. it was a great show. I can still hear the. Uh, I can still hear the theme song. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk instead about insurance. <laughs> Back to it. <laughs> Overall. All right, so um, so we'll start with this. Mm-hmm. I am going to uh, – all right, look. Drink in the style listeners are very sophisticated. I mean, you know, these are people who are drinking fine cocktails. Mm-hmm. We know what's happening, but everybody has a certain gap in their knowledge that they don't like to acknowledge necessarily. So we're going to start with some really basic – insurance terms. I'm going to rapid fire, Anna, and uh, and then I want you to describe what each of these terms are, mm-hmm. and then we'll start the conversation once that's cleared up. Are you ready? I am so ready. All right. Brett, put 15 seconds on... I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's do this. See how many we get in the lightning round. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ooh, all right. uh, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. <laughs> all right. Uh, and here we go. You ready? First, deductible. Awesome. Okay, so deductible is a fee that you end up paying to your insurance company mm-hmm. when you turn in a claim. This is only for certain claims. Mm-hmm. Um, so for cars, it's usually when you have damage to your, your car, whether mm-hmm. it's uh, damage that you caused or damage that you didn't cause. Mm-hmm. That's comp, uh, comprehensive or collision. Mm-hmm. And then for your home, it's most most claims uh, except for liability claims usually. Okay, deductible. Premium. Premium, that is the amount of money you pay to your insurance company. It can be monthly. It can be um, two times a year, semi-annual. It could be annual. 
and premium goes up when deductible goes down, correct? Yes, yes, yes. So that is a really, really good uh, point to make because a lot of people have very low deductibles on their homes, Mm -hmm. and they're paying the insurance company a lot of money to Mm -hmm. not use their insurance. Which is, again, okay, we'll we'll get into that in a second. Ready? (laughs) Policy. Policy. So I think the definition of that uh, uh, denotes that I should also um, bring up quote. So Mm -hmm. quote and policy are very different. Okay. Quote is uh, like a test run. Um, Policy is the actual policy that you have that is covering your car, home, life insurance, you know, health insurance, right? Okay. So that is that is the actual coverage you have. You can read through the policy and see what what coverage you have. Okay. Uh, umbrella policy. Oh, umbrella. So umbrella is um, liability coverage, and it's a I like to call it a backup liability coverage. Mm-hmm. So that I um, covers everything. That's why it's called an umbrella. So if you have a cars, home, it's also covering your boat, it's co- covering your ATV, your m- motorhome, whatever, whatever liable things you have, mm-hmm. it is covering. Mm-hmm. I also like to call it your lawsuit protection mm-hmm. because if you end up getting sued personally, Mm-hmm. That is your backup coverage once the the um, liability on your let's say car or home runs out. So, is an umbrella policy something that you can have as your primary insurance, or is it always something that goes along with a different policy? It usually, yeah, it usually goes along with a different policy. Mm-hmm. Um, at State Farm, you have to have some sort of auto and some sort of fire, so that'd be home, renters, whatever it might be. Uh, the the Interesting thing about the umbrella, though, is the coverage itself can be used alone. So, yeah, so if you get uh, sued personally and it is not involving your car or your home and your property there, Mm -hmm. you can still use the umbrella. Fascinating. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, You mentioned this before. Liability. Yeah, so liability is very very similar, obviously, to the umbrella. The umbrella is coverage that you have. It comes in millions um, uh, for the umbrella. Liability is just you are liable for certain actions. It's always uh, against others. It is not any you know coverage for yourself ever. Okay. Um, but it's protecting you for the losses that you have to pay out. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, penguin liability. Penguin liability. I don't know that I've ever heard of that, but... Sorry, it's the only one I could come up with it. Off the cuff. All right, so if you don't have penguin liability, you're doing okay. Yeah, great. And if someone tries to sell you penguin liability, you I mean, probably I, should step I'm, aside. I have a lot of questions. Is it? Is it... Do, do you have a penguin that you're trying to <laughs> trying to get insurance on, or is it like a very specific type of liability? I need to look this up. I have a penguin, and a he's thing. a terrible driver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you got to get some kind of coverage. Yeah, somehow. I don't know. <laughs> all right, no, all right. So that covers some of the some of the basics. Mm-hmm. I hope that mm-hmm. was the table is now set. State Farm run, writes tons of types of mm-hmm. of policies. What type of policy do you guys work most with? So. State Farm is number one in the country for auto and home, right? That is obviously the most common insurance that we write in our office and in the agencies across the the country. Um, A lot of people don't know we have life insurance, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. So that is a very common one Mm -hmm. that uh, 
people don't even understand that State Farm writes. Life insurance. Yeah. Should we talk about life insurance just a bit? Let's do it. All right. Tell me. So you've got term and you've yeah. got whole life, correct? Yeah. yeah. Yep. What's the difference between those two? So term, I like to call it temporary, right? Okay. So it lasts 10, 20, 30 years, let's say. Um, when that policy is over or that time period is over, the policy usually ends. Now, mm -hmm. you can pay to extend that, but it's not fixed anymore. That premium, it goes up every year dramatically. So you're covered during that term mm -hmm. should you die. Exactly. Exactly. As opposed to? Whole. Whole life. Yes. And how does that work? That pays out anytime you die. So okay. whether it's tomorrow, knock mm -hmm. on wood, it's not. Let's <laughs> hope not, but you <laughs> or, never know. Or at 95 years old. Mm -hmm. That policy is there. And isn't there some kind of, of potential payout at the end of the policy mm -hmm. if you don't use it? Or, well, I mean, I guess ultimately it, everyone it, will it use it. It is life insurance, right? So, yeah, I mean, that's... If I achieve immortality, mm -hmm. can I turn that in for a few mm -hmm. bucks? So that's the difference, honestly, between whole life and term is mm -hmm. that because it's lasting your entire life, there's privileges that you have with that whole life policy that you don't have with term. I like to think of term as renting mm -hmm. life insurance versus whole, you're buying it. Mm -hmm. So when you have, let's say, uh, turning turn it over to homes, when you own a home, you have different privileges mm -hmm. than renting. And one of it is that you can sell that home, right? Mm -hmm. So you can sell your life policy and get money back. You cannot do that with term. Really? Mm -hmm. How do you sell your life insurance policy? So it has a cash value to it, okay. that, the whole life policies, Okay. that you can sell at any point. And obviously, the longer it lasts, the more, hypothetically, the, the cash value is mm -hmm. that you can sell at any time. And when you say sell, you're saying turn it back to the insurance company. Correct. And they will give you money for it. Really? Mm-hmm. Any guess or what? how much do you usually get versus what you would have paid out or have paid in? So depending on how much you have paid in, obviously the more – because the cash value grows, the death benefit, the life insurance piece also grows mm -hmm. most of the time mm -hmm. as long as markets are good and things like that, right? So the longer it lasts, the more it grows. Mm-hmm. Um, Usually, when I, I'm looking at whole life policies, about 20-year period, so you've had this policy for 20 years, the amount you've paid in is equal to that cash value. Once once that passes, the 20 years, mm -hmm. you get more than you paid in because of that growth, that interest, right? Really? Now, if you have really big policies, mm -hmm. it's a shorter time period. Mm -hmm. You'll you'll see that fifteen maybe ten years if it's a, a bigger one, mm -hmm. but it you know it really depends on how much you have paid in and then how the markets are doing and you know State Farm is going to invest that money uh, very conservatively, mm -hmm. but they're they're going to try to grow it because that's how their business grows as well, mm -hmm. um, and that's you know you you get that that growth it's and called dividends. Over a 20-year period, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it's almost certain nothing, you know, past mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. performance does not indicate yeah. future returns. Yeah. However, the market, of course, will almost yeah. always have gone up over that 20-year period. We have, yeah, and at State Farm, we're hitting our 100th year in June, so this, huh. this month, which is really exciting. Um, but State Farm's life policies have never 
uh, they've never seen no growth. Okay. That's fascinating, though. Yep. So with a whole life policy, mm-hmm. you are essentially, whatever you're putting in is almost like an investment in the market with mm-hmm. the guarantee of a death benefit should you Correct. pass Correct. away. And that's, I mean, that's the privilege of that whole life, right? Mm-hmm. Because you have two options. Mm-hmm. And honestly, there's a third option. You can borrow from it as well. Just really? like borrowing from your home mortgage, mm-hmm. you can you can borrow from that from that equity of your life insurance. That I did not realize. Yeah, so that there's at all. there's a lot a lot of cool things about that that whole life policy that you can take advantage of. Wow, there it is. Well, we've already learned something uh, about insurance, but that is so exciting. No, that actually kind of is exciting because that's a way to make an investment. Yeah, and 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 still have and very coverage. conservative investment because we're we're guaranteeing this policy. That's fabulous. All right, mm-hmm. let's take a quick break as we uh, work our way out on the straw hat song. We'll be back in just a moment, ladies and gentlemen. This is Drinking the Style on AM nine fifty, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Get yourself a hat of straw and put it on. Don't take it off. My horse and carriage is for hire, senor. For just as long as you desire, senor. You want to ride? Oh, welcome back to Drink in the Style. Desi Arnaz expressing his ability to go from casual to dramatic <laughs> at the drop of a hat. I wonder what that's like. I've never seen it from you. <laughs> <laughs> There. Welcome back, as I said, to Drink in the Style. This could be Saturday night. It could be around 7.30. It could be Sunday night, for all I know, around 5. Or, frankly, it could be 2 a.m. And you're listening to us as a podcast uh, through Spotify or iTunes or any of those other ones. And uh, once again, if you are listening on iTunes, please do give us a five-star rating. And again, Mom, seriously, come on. Does it cost that much for you to just give me a five-star rating? It's not that hard. Anyway, this is Gregory Rich. We're talking with Anna <laughs> Rebel from State Farm Insurance. We are drinking sidecars courtesy of Megan Tice, who is our in-house coctologist. Megan, you've done nice work on this. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. First so one. you were a little-known fact. Megan was a bartender for, what did you say, about two weeks? Yeah. <laughs> when I was 18. <laughs> when you were 18. What was your favorite drink to make? I don't know. I couldn't taste them. Beer. <laughs> oh, <I guess. laughs> the easiest one, yeah. Exactly. No, they should never make an eighteen-year-old a bartender. It's if you legal. can't taste it, I know it's legal, but I mean, if you technically can't taste it, how do you mm-hmm. know when you're making a good drink? Yeah, I don't know. It's you nonsense. Just guess. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Or base it on the the expression that the client makes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or the tips that you're getting at the end. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we are talking with Anna, as I said, Rebel from State Farm. Let's talk about you, Anna, for a little bit. Uh, you grew up in the Minneapolis area. Yes, yeah, suburbs. So I grew up in uh, Elk River. Okay. Uh, my both of my parents actually work for State Farm, so I'm kind of in a State Farm family. I have two uncles who are also agents. Um, but, uh, grew up in Elk River my mom's worked for State Farm my entire life. 
Um, so we kind of moved around in Minnesota uh, until I was in seventh grade, and then we were located in uh, El- uh, Ramsey, Elk River. Okay. Area. Yeah, and your mom is has a practice on the east side. Your dad on the west side. No, is that right? no. So uh, my mom's in Ramsey, okay. Minnesota, and my dad is in Maple Grove, Plymouth. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so a yeah. bit uh, on that. So yep. around the dinner table, you guys talked insurance. I mean, a little bit. Um, insurance is. So so exciting like so exciting <laughs> but i've you know i've heard the good stories the funny stories the serious stories throughout the years and um you know it obviously impacted me being i'm i'm working for state farm now so yeah it's a fair point but i mean it's it's you know, uh, insurance agents don't get a lot of kudos mm-hmm. for what they do. But the minute there's a freaking disaster, mm-hmm. they're literally your best friend. Well, and honestly, we always say we're the second call, right? The mm-hmm. first call is usually 911, mm-hmm. right? The second call is the agent. Yeah, I guess that does make sense. Yep, yep. So. And so we're, I mean, we're happy to be there. This is what we're trained for. This is where the professionals there. And the importance of, of something like State Farm versus something like, God forbid, Geico or, mm-hmm. or one of the online folks is that literally you've got someone who is local, someone who knows you, a neighbor who mm-hmm. is able to get there and, and go to bat for you. Because all due respect to State Farm, it's a business like any other, mm-hmm. and it is going to try to take advantage of its position. And you need someone who knows how that system works and someone who is prepared to manage it, right? And it's – I'm a person, right? So mm-hmm. I care about you. I don't I, – I love State Farm. I love State Farm. I don't I, – I, I'm not trying to make the most money. I'm mm-hmm. trying to make the right choices for you guys. Mm-hmm. So I I want to educate. I want to you know have have great uh, conversations with the customers to make them make the right decisions. Because you have to know the person that you're talking to. You have to understand who they are in order to understand how to protect them. Exactly, exactly. So you know we're gonna get into some deep conversations. You're gonna you're gonna share some stuff that maybe you've never shared before with an insurance person, but that's only so I know how to protect you. Mm-hmm. It makes absolute sense. Like when I told you about the tiara and the bustier that I wear on weekends, yeah. now you know what exactly. I need to protect. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Brett, we can we can cancel. We can we can edit that out, can't we? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. You got my back. I appreciate that deeply. So, Anna, what would you do if you weren't doing insurance then? So, I actually went to school for engineering. I oh. went to the University of Minnesota in the Twin Cities okay. for engineering, mechanical engineering. Um, I am the oldest of four kids, so I was going to kind of buck the trend, the State Farm trend, mm-hmm. and do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, I graduated high school in 2009, so right kind of after the crisis of a lot of people not finding jobs and things mm-hmm. like that. So I could do math. I could do science. That made sense, and I was a woman. So engineering was a really good choice at the time mm-hmm. to get a job. Uh, it makes all the sense in the world. So that's why I went into engineering. I didn't love the schooling of it, the learning of it, but I, you know, I got the degree and then worked in engineering. I had a great, great time um, in my career for about five years. Mm-hmm. Love the people I worked with, but didn't really see it kind of an end goal. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to succeed on my own success mm-hmm. or fail on my own success. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then the other thing too is that every, every, 
job that I did, I didn't feel like I was giving back. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was looking for engineering jobs outside of what I was doing. And I was also just looking elsewhere in general. And I, I, for some reason, fell back on what both of my parents are doing. And they've been big impacts in their communities. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know why I kind of wrote that off. Well, you were a natural rebellion of being yeah, kinda, a child. Kind of. So I, you know, I, I really strongly considered that and ended up making the decision to go back into State Farm, worked as a team member for an agent for mm-hmm. a while, and really kind of discovered a love for it. Because mm-hmm. you are working every day with people, uh, everyday people, right? Mm-hmm. Working with people who just want to save money or working with people who don't know anything about insurance and you're educating them and making them uh, make the right decisions mm-hmm. for their family. Which is, I mean, honestly, you'll, you'll cringe when I use the word, but noble is the right word. Americans in general do not think about the future. It's mm-hmm. just our nature. For whatever reason, it's written into our American DNA. We save less than almost every other country. We prepare less for retirement than almost any other Western country. Insurance is an important part of being able to sleep at night. It mm-hmm. is knowing that, you know, no matter what happens, you're going to be taken care of. You know, I mean, perfect example of, uh, of that was, you know, the Range Rover that I had at the building – that, uh, that was sitting there for about a month and a half. Mm-hmm. Somebody came in, somebody stole the catalytic converter. And then somebody came back because I couldn't move it anymore and stole the, the, the headlight and the grill and things. But normally and, and up until a, a bit, I thought, well, I'm just out of luck. And then realized, well, hold on, this is theft. This is part mm-hmm. of the car coverage. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, boom, it went from a complete and total loss to a reasonable compensation for what happened. Well, and then the nice thing is, and a lot of people don't think this way, there's there's bigger assets we can protect, mm-hmm. right? So cars, obviously, mm-hmm. they're a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And right now, they're a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, homes, a lot of money. Unquestionably. But things like your unearned income, right? Keep going. So the income you're going to make until you retire for... Young people, old people, you know, just multiply the years. That's a lot of money. Agreed. That's your biggest asset. A lot of people don't know that. Your earning potential. Correct. We can protect that with insurance. That is maybe, maybe, if something happens to it, the biggest loss that you could ever have. Whether you die, obviously that's gone forever, Mm -hmm. or you get disabled Mm -hmm. for a short period of time, long period of time, forever. Mm Mm-hmm. We can protect against that. So you're talking disability insurance mm-hmm. as an individual. Correct. Interesting. Correct. How does that work? So a lot of people think that you would need to get injured on the job. That is not the case at all, okay. right? That's only if you're insure or your employer Yeah, and it's, it's usually like a worker's comp then, right? Right. But disability is you, you are either sick or injured and not able to do your job functions, mm-hmm. right? So you cannot get that income. That happens to, uh, I believe, like one in four people, right? Seriously? That over, many people? Over a lifetime. I've already used disability. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you, it's, it's just that income not coming in. 
So all of a sudden, that unearned income, that huge level, is shrinking because you didn't have that protected. Now, sometimes you have that through work. There's a the small protection there. Um, sometimes it's great. Sometimes you don't have it at all. Mm-hmm. State Farm can help with that, but in general, just disability is how it works where you get a percentage of your income while, while you're disabled, while you can't work. Once you go back to work, obviously the policy ends. Mm-hmm. So when you're meeting with a client, mm-hmm. you are, as you were saying, going mm-hmm. to sit down. You're going to find out as much as you can about mm-hmm. their general lifestyle, their ambitions as well. This yeah. way maybe yeah, a financial dreams, advisor might. And you're going to try to craft a holistic collection of policies that are going to cover all these eventualities. Yeah. And right? I, I'm going to ask, yeah, I'm going to ask, you know, what what are you working towards? Mm-hmm. Because if you lose that that income, for instance, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. that's going to happen 10 years after you wanted it to happen. Agreed. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's the very nature of mm-hmm. insurance. What about, I'm going to ask you an uncomfortable question. Okay. What about premium increases after claims. I mean, generally speaking, there are those who might say that, you know, an insurance company is going to recoup its money after a claim Mm -hmm. through additional fees, et cetera. Where do you land on that type of a thing? Yeah. And I mean, that makes sense business-wise, right? Because Mm -hmm. uh, they had to pay out, I'm sure, a lot more than Mm -hmm. they're taking back from you. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I... Get it in a sense. The nice thing about those, uh, they're called surcharges, mm-hmm. is that they're only temporary. So they do not last forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, for cars, it's usually three years that they do last. Okay. And it's a, a small percentage. And it's still not anything usually towards what you actually got paid out for. It's a fair point if you stop and think about mm-hmm. it because there's always a concern about turning in any kind of a claim mm-hmm. because, you know, will they be basically recouping their money through right. surcharges or increased premiums? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, is that – are there are there insurers that one would worry more about than State Farm that does <laughs> I'm not going to badmouth anybody. <laughs> I tried really hard. Yes, you, and you did really well. You kind of hit it. You got to hit it. No, I just – I know that State Farm's really, really solid about that, right? We're number one for a reason. It is literally the most trusted name in insurance. There's, yeah, it there's is. There's just no question. It is. So, I mean, I – that's all only thing I'm going to say. Fair. All right. I'm going to make uh, Anna do a shot, and then when we come back, I'm going to ask her another awkward and uh, inappropriate question. Can't wait. I'm not really. Don't worry. But I am going to try to make you have a shot. Um, this is Drinking the Style. We're taking another break. When we come back, we're going to do a little district plug. We're going to talk a little bit about the building, and we're going to talk a little bit more about insurance. So I'll see you back here in just about, uh, I don't know, three minutes, I'm guessing. That is correct. Thank you, Johnson. <laughs> see you guys soon. and chili as a rule. You whisper yo te quiero, and soon she will state. If you're the caballero, she'll take for a mate. In case you are selected, you lucky señor in Santiago.
song, ladies and gentlemen, is Cuban Pete. He's the king of the rumba beat. Which is, this is a good, uh, this is actually a good entry to talk about the now uh, Spotify radio drink in the style playlist that Megan will be curating starting this week. Correct, Megan? Sure am. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a surprise for everybody. It, it always is. Welcome <laughs> to Habitation Furnishing and Design. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's great. Guys, check out uh, Spotify, and uh, and soon there will be a Drink in the Style uh, program playlist. I actually do have a Christmas playlist out there, but I don't think I've ever actually publicized it because I created it and then forgot about it, probably because I was drinking. Well, I know you'll have yeah. some good songs on the Christmas playlist. Uh, I know of a couple songs in particular that you'll likely have on there. I love the boots. Yeah, it's that that one. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a good one. Remember when we had Brian Oak on the show and uh, oh yes, yeah, yeah, he did his Christmas uh, playlist. Brian. Brian's a great guy, absolutely great guy. All right, so this is drinking the style. Anna, Anna Rebel from State Farm is with us. We're enjoying sidecars, courtesy of Megan Tice, uh, who's. Again, drawing on her history and background, deep background, <laughs> as a bartender for two weeks before mm-hmm. she could legally drink. Right. Um, <laughs> all right. So, Anna, we got a few minutes, not that much, but yeah. let's start with this. What is the most important thing that people should think about when they're thinking insurance? So, you know, obviously everybody wants to protect the home, the cars, the, the life insurance, whatever, but... I, I really, truly believe that you want somebody there beside you mm-hmm. helping. Agreed. And that's that's your agent, right? Your Agreed. A- your agent, the team members that work in that agency, they're the experts. Mm-hmm. They work with that every single day. They educate you. Obviously, we're not going to push you into anything. But if you have questions, we're here for you. Um, if you have claims where we're going to come out to your house, you know, if it's terrible, like we're, we're here for you. Mm-hmm. That is our job. We care about you. Yeah. That you, is the most important. It's legit. I mean, it really, really is. I mean, we live in a country where everything is kind of manufactured, mass produced. Mm-hmm. We are mm-hmm. numbers, not people. Insurance is the type of thing. I mean, seriously, if you have a substantial insurance in uh, claim. Mm-hmm. That means that there was a massive impact on your life and you have a choice. Do you want to call an 800 number where you are client 3675423B and the B stands for you missed a payment one day. Um, or do you want to be able to call someone who's a member of the community, right? Right, exactly. And we know we know your kids. Mm-hmm. We know uh, what you do for your work. We know exactly who you are. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know the worst worst case scenario is a fire, a death. We're gonna be by your side, mm-hmm. right? That is that is our job. That is the most meaningful part of the reason we're a part of State Farm, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm here for, yeah. and that's that's why I'm here. Yeah, I mean seriously, it's it's one of the few things. That we spend no time. Well, it's one of the things that we spend no time thinking about. But when the time comes, as you said, your call number two, mm-hmm. you are so happy about not having to call eight hundred whatever. Choose option three. Choose mm-hmm. option five. Choose option seven. And then you know, 
Richard from India is going to, you know, start managing your claim. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm, I'm so proud to be that person, honestly. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it's, uh, you know, we've talked about this coverage or even if, if you just have silly questions. I mean, we're here for whatever you need. Mm-hmm. And I, that, I'm, I'm thrilled to be, be that person. I can understand. So, so let's do a plug. How do people get in touch with you? Yeah, so we're here in Edina. Um, we uh, the the obviously the phone number. It's the best way to talk talk on the phone. That is six one two five six seven five zero five two. I can also be reached by text at that number, and then email is Anna A N N A uh, at Rebel R I E. B as in boy, E-L, insurance.com. Perfect. And they can also just swing by the district. And Anytime. come and see you. I mean, you've got Anytime. a beautiful office on mm-hmm. the creek level mm-hmm. right outside the, uh, uh, you know, outdoor seating area on, yep. the, on the east uh, end of the building. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then you can talk with folks, maybe even take them up to the lounge or something oh, yeah. like that. Yep. And help them protect themselves and their family exactly. from all types of exactly. exactly. I like to swear every now and then yeah. just to keep Johnson on his toes. <laughs> well, when it's really bad, that's exactly what it is. So That's true. It's yeah. absolutely true. Yeah. So, okay. So let's talk about the district for a yeah. moment or two. Yeah. Very quickly. What attracted you to the building? So I love, I love that it has a message, right? Mm. I love that it has a, a purpose to it. Um, I've, all the agencies I know of, and I, I, I love my parents, right? Mm-hmm. They are located in strip malls, right? They have very, very nice locations. But they don't the, – the building they're in doesn't have kind of a, a message to it or a theme or anything. Mm-hmm. So they, they know the neighbors. They have good relationships with the neighbors. But I love – I love that we have this theme. Mm-hmm. So I, I was very, very excited – to open up my agency within within the district. That's wonderful. And we're happy to have you in the space. And when summer comes, I guess you haven't been here during a summer. I have not. I'm you, excited. When you approach and you go over the little bridge and all mm-hmm. the greenery and the bull, and then we've got the outdoor seating areas. We've already sat there, and it's very nice. Have you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a little hot when we sat there because it was like that 90-degree day, but it was very nice. Oh, God. Can you believe there was a 90-degree day yeah, before one, summer? One so far. Mm-hmm. I've counted. <laughs> <laughs> you're dragging it in every yeah. way you possibly yep. can. And as far as now that you're in the space, is that yeah. your is that your favorite aspect of the building? Is the outdoor? No, I mean, there's so many so many good aspects. Honestly, I love just the connections oh. within within the building. I we've met so many fun people. I mean, it's I really appreciate that because I just don't know that any other space that I would have had would have had that right. So I, that that is the that is the biggest uh, that's the thing I'm most excited about with the building. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad to hear you say that because yeah. that is that is the whole concept is mm-hmm. that kind of interaction and that kind of uh, of 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 space. Mm-hmm. All right, well there it is, my friends. We have drunk our way through another <laughs> episode on behalf of Habitation, as well as the District of Dinah, and of course, Anna Rebel from State Farm Insurance. I'd like to wish everybody good luck this coming week, and I will finish out with a quote from Robert Frost. Don't ever take down a fence before knowing why it was put up. Good night, everybody.